This is Nerd Podcast Radio, brought to you by our patrons at patreon.com slash nerdpodcastradio. We use the support of our patrons to bring you the best show we can. We also reward our patrons with bonus audio each week. If you would like to contact us, the best way to do that is our Nerd Podcast Radio Facebook page, where we share nerdy stuff and talk to our listeners. You can also reach us at brian.nerdpodcastradio at gmail.com, mike.nerdpodcastradio at gmail.com, erica.nerdpodcastradio at gmail.com, and, of course, anthony.erit.com. You can also reach us on Twitter, at SuperVeganBrian, at NerdcasterMike, at CurseySmurfErica, and, of course, at NerdCastRadio. If you would like to reach out to this week's guest, Matt Kerbel, a.k.a. Senior Corbell, you can do so on Twitter, at CurbStomp70. That's at K-O-E-R-B-S-T-O-M-P-7-0. Thanks for listening, everyone. Enjoy the show. Welcome to Nerd Podcast Radio, your nerd home away from home. Hello and welcome to Nerd Podcast Radio. I am your host, Super Vegan Brian, this morning, and you may notice a pattern that I am I am being the host continually because our normal host, Special Mikey, is dead. Dun, uh, we'll, dun, we'll dun, 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 dun. What the fuck was that? It was like, it was like, yeah, it was like crazy, like, oh, music, you know, exactly. 1940s radio music. Yeah, it yeah. totally threw me off. Well, I'm sorry we'll to throw you board. off. It, it well, well, we'll be at, I don't. God, guys, I'm like totally drunk. <laughs> I can't do my my stick. Okay, special Mikey's dead. We're gonna activate his clone in three weeks, and he's coming back. Yeah, he'll be back. Whoa, he won't be back. A clone of him will be back. Well, now that opens up the the philosophical debate. Does that mean he's coming back, or or is it not actually him anymore? What is it? Is the oh, clone gonna have memories? Did we, did we upload his consciousness into the new clone? Is that the whole debate about the boat? Like, if you could replace each plank with a new plank, is it the same boat kind of thing? We, exactly. Well, yep. I didn't want to get into the technicals of it. I, I call it a clone because it's easier for our listeners to understand. But really, we use our transdimensional portal to get an alternate version of Special Mikey. Are you calling our listeners dumb? I feel no, like that's what's what? happening. This is, this is going down to the <laughs> <best>. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that would be the the bet, just the the tagline for the show. This is all going go. downhill so fast. See, see, the joke here was, you know, like Special Mikey, he's doing personal stuff, so he can't be here. So I, I, I jump in, I say, no, he's dead, and it's, it's like, oh my god, people are like, wow, what the fuck is wrong with him? He's bringing it up like it's a big deal, and they obviously think it's a joke because it's a clone. We, you know. We're using our we're using our transdimensional technology to bring him back, so it'll be fine. And you guys had to ruin it and like dig deep into. Oh God, fuck this. Okay, I'm super vegan. This is my favorite day. I'm super vegan, Brian, and I am joined here today by a guy, Hindu Anthony. Did you forget? <laughs> I, I was. What's I was, up, Buttercup? I was testing Hindu Anthony's improv skills and see if he could jump in and just be like Hindu Anthony. Nope. 
Well, I just thought that maybe it like froze because sometimes my computer does that where you guys just freeze and I don't hear you for a little while. Oh, that is true. So I was like, oh, okay. Computer being dumb again. Hindu Anthony, what's up, Buttercup? Next. Yep. Bye. Percy Smurf Erica. (laughs) Hola. And our very special guest who is known by many names. Some call him the Coral Bull. Some call him Kerbal the Gerbil. But we like to call him Senior Kerbel. Everybody, welcome Matt Kerbel to the podcast. Hey, Matt. Hey, nice to be back. Thanks for having me again. And I also, the, yeah, off also the gerbil thing where brings back bad memories of middle school. But that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, it's Nerd Podcast Radio. We spend most. We make all our money talking about bad memories from middle school. <laughs> Fair I enough. Made money. <laughs> Hey, hey, wait a minute. Uh, this wasn't in the contract. Uh, where's where's the mo- the monetary portion? You wanted a bowl of Skittles with all the blue ones taken out. That's what you get. Oh, that's right. Yeah, okay. I, I'm 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 okay with this. So I'm I'm totally thrown off here. <laughs> I don't know what what's going on anymore. Okay, so um, today we are here to talk about since. Episode six, we talked about video games in our very famous episode, episode six, Brian Ain't Got No Game. And today we're going to talk about video games again. And we brought our very special guest back. Um, Erica wasn't here when we did video games before. And um, she was mad at me. Why was I mad at you? Because I said I didn't think Fallout 4 was that great of a game. I didn't say it was a bad game. I just think that there were better Oh, no. Oh, God. I can already feel the hate coming through the monitor. (laughs) Well, you know, some people are just wrong. And you just happen to be one of those people. I didn't think it was a bad game. I just think that there were better Fallout games. But like I said, we're going to talk about video games. But first... Everybody's favorite game, What's Nerdy With You, where all the hosts and guests discuss what was the nerdiest thing they did this week, and then they vote. Matt, what's the nerdiest thing you did this week? All right. Uh, the nerdiest thing that I did this week is actually not done yet. This is what I'm probably going to be finishing up immediately after the podcast, but I gathered all of the parts to build a computer this week um i'm so my part of you yeah it'll be my uh fifth or sixth one i think that i've put together um but it's for my parents it's a housewarming gift they actually just bought themselves a new house uh i helped them move a couple weeks ago but now they've been using a computer that i think was purchased in 2000 and i want to say maybe 2005 it was an hp pre-built and um, I ran a, t- uh, a test on it the other day, and the the CPU gets up to about 95 degrees idling. So oh, it was time for – yeah. Yeah, it was time for a new one. So I've got all the stuff put together there – or not put together yet. It's all sitting in a pile on my floor waiting for the uh, – waiting for everything to go together. So um, – Did you find me a new keyboard? Uh, no, I have been looking though. Um, okay. Yeah, there – it just the, – the biggest problem with what you asked is that you want an RGB keyboard and that adds about 30 bucks on. That's because they're pretty. Could I mean – worse. I have one of those um, – I have one of those um, – what are they called? The Naga Razor keyboards with the with the clickety clacky sounds. Yeah, the mechanic. Oh yeah, no, mechanical, those are expensive. Mechanical or bust, but uh, specifically mechanical keyboards that are backlit with key with colors that you can program. That's where the real expense comes in. My keyboard is is mechanical, but it only white lights up white, so it was only like eighty bucks. Yeah, well, 
I like sparkly, pretty things. I bought my first car because it was purple <laughs> and no other reason than it was purple. So, you know. But to answer your question, I'm working on it. And to answer everybody's question, my nerdy thing is building a computer this week. So, woo! Well, well, no, no. This is Nerd Podcast Radio. Yeah. We need to know every, like, last stat about this computer that you made for your parents. All right. So, actually, I have, like I said, the pile of component boxes on the floor right next to me. So, it is – it's actually really, really nice. Um, It's going to – it's – the first computer that I'm building um, on AMD's new Ryzen platform. So I'm actually excited about that. They wouldn't know the difference. but So it's going to have a, a Ryzen 1500, a Ryzen 5 1500X CPU in it. Um, it's uh, the quad-core Ryzen 5. I didn't, there's no reason for them to bump up to the six-core. Um, I also got a stupidly good deal on a an NVIDIA GeForce uh, GTX 1060. Um I was gonna go wow. with a t- I was gonna go with a 1050 Ti for him because that's all my stepdad plays some video games, but nothing crazy. It would mostly just be like Diablo and um, um, old emulators and stuff. So I was gonna go with a 1050 Ti, which, if anybody's looking, that's probably the best price to perfor- performance ratio out there. They they run about 150 to 175 bucks, uh, and then the next step up, the the 1060s, the three gig versions are about 230 to 250, depending on the model. And my favorite uh, uh, technology purchasing website ever, Newegg.com, sent me an email the other day where they're like, hey, here's a 24-hour deal on this gigabyte 1060. It's only 189. So I was like, yeah, let's do that. So I got. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, we got that. We've got a 120 gig solid state for their programs and operating system and a terabyte hard drive for storage. A, an ASRock micro ATX motherboard and a 620 watt Seasonic power supply. Oh, and eight gigs of, of DDR4 RAM. So it's it's the equivalent today of what the computer that I had in college is. So they should hopefully not have to have a, com- a new computer until like 2028. My computer isn't as good as your parents' computer. <laughs> It's it's a it's a gift, and now that my brother and I can help pitch in to kind of give back to them, uh, helping us throughout the years, so it's always nice to to give back. Wow, that's going to be really hard to compete with. But I know Erica's going to try. Erica, what was nerdy with you this week? Uh, there was nothing super nerdy. I have been uh, in mom mode all week, unfortunately. Probably the nerdiest thing I did is Rowan has decided that she's going to wake up about one o'clock every single morning and i didn't get to play uh any um final fantasy the other night the girls were just driving me insane um so when she woke up at like one o'clock in the morning and i was wide awake because i'm used to it at this point and i got her back to sleep i was like fuck it and i went downstairs and played final fantasy at one o'clock in the morning for about an hour and a half that was it nothing super exciting oh my gosh all right Anthony wants to go last. So um, I was at work and I had a credit card purchase I had to make. And the way they do that is the the purchasing manager comes to your computer and puts in the credit card while you look the other way. And she came by and saw my name of the wind book on my desk. And she goes, "Ooh, you're reading a book. What's that? And I'm like, oh, it's a fantasy book. She's like, I love fantasy books. And she's like an older lady. And I was like surprised. And she's like, I love the Hunger Games. 
And I spent 15 minutes talking about the Hunger Games with my with my coworker that I never thought I would have a nerdy like like this was the first nerdy interaction at work. And I didn't expect it from this person. That's what you I've, get for judging. You can't judge by appearance. Right. Yes. I thought you were going to say she came up. It's like, oh, you're reading. What's that? It's a book. What's a book? I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I thought that was going to be the interaction, which would have been very different. <laughs> Like you're that you, uh, I actually don't know where to begin with this one. <laughs> well, you cut down trees and you process them and then they turn into really thin sheets of what we call paper and you write down information on them so that it can be kept through generations. I'm surprised you of all people don't know how this works. Well, you know, digitizing technology has been around for a while and our company is trying to go paperless. So maybe people are just forgetting. Oh, it's like those things on my Kindle. Or it's like like a Brave New World situation where like I find out the conspiracy at work that they're de- deleting knowledge from employees. Well, if that's the case, I've got a few memories that I'd like to go and hey, can you pull these out? Like the re- re- most recent episode of Rick and Morty. Only don't save them in a in a vial that I can watch later. <laughs> that was a great episode. <laughs> I, I like it. Oh, oh I missed shit. The last this is two. a level four. Oh, shit. Yeah, I think All I right. missed the last two. <laughs> oh, you got to catch up. They've been they've been solid. Oh, so solid. All right. We have built up all of the tension. Matt shared about his parents' computer. Erica shared about mom mode. I shared about my nerdy interaction at work. Anthony, what is this amazing thing you made never, us wait last for? I never said it was going to be amazing. I, I just I just said I just said back. it would I just said it would transition well to the to the topic. Well, I wasn't paying attention to the Skype chat. I just saw move me last. Okay. Right. Cross off Anthony's name. Write it at the bottom. Well, yes. Well, listeners, I'm going to let you know it's not that amazing. I just thought it would be a good transition. Okay, that's Brian's fault. What I did is I decided to do something I haven't done in a while because I've been doing 40K for a while. And I was like, I'm going to play some video games. I haven't done that in a while. And I decided I was going to start a new Fallout 4 character. I, I'm, I'm, I was playing Fallout 4 this week. And what makes you play the entire time you're playing the game where you're just saying, this game sucks. Erica can suck it. I'm playing this awful game. Erica can no, I suck think it's, it. No, I think it's a good game. <laughs> I never said it was a bad game. I think it's a good game. I think it just has flaws. Oh, hey, Anthony, guess what? Well, you probably know this. I, I got my game informer and I was looking at, you know, there was like a new Warhammer video. Yeah, game Warhammer, game? Warhammer Total War 2. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I the, thought that was cool. The first one was a really amazing and I'm was really it? excited for the second one. Yeah, it's a really good game. If you like Total War, you'll like this. It's total war, but with magic and vampires and orcs and dwarves. <laughs> so, well, wait, shit. wait. Yeah. If I want to make it a little bit nerdier, though, I did have the idea of I'm building my Fallout 4 character to basically be a space marine. That's pretty so good. He's yeah. gonna run around. In, he's gonna run around in power armor pretty much all the time with like a pretty big like machine gun and like a chain sword because you can get kind of a chain sword weapon in. Oh, the Fallout yeah, the, isn't it called like the shish kebab the, or something? The Ripper. The Ripper, yeah. No, yeah. Shish Kebab might have been in Fallout. That's 3. the Flaming Sword. Yeah. Now, there are people who did actually make mods of Space Marine weapons, so you can't actually have a legit, like, chainsaw, and you can have a legit bolter, and you can have legit space armor, like, Space Marine armor. Yeah, but it's always more fun to have your imagination, and it's not complete unless, you know, somebody walking by your place of residence while you're playing, and all they hear is, for the Emperor, as you're playing. <laughs> Just constantly. <laughs> Uh, so, so fun. So how we do voting is all of us will get five widgets and then we 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 just unload our widgets on to the face of the person that we believe deserves those widgets. So Matt 
How many widgets would you like to unload on us and who? Oh, so I have to, I have to determine who gets a big, hot, steamy load of widgets to the face, yep. huh? <laughs> you get Our, the joke. Yeah, that, yes, yes, Brian, that's the joke. <laughs> no, um, so I think that everybody had some pretty some pretty solid nerdy stuff this week. I uh, I think I'll go ahead and give. Um, we'll start off by just giving one widget to everybody, just because I'm like that. I, I'm nice like that, so nobody feels left out. Like if, for example, somebody gives all their widgets to themselves again this week. Uh, But the so everybody will start with one. And then I think that uh, just the the fact that nerdiness can transcend age groups, I'm going to give my uh, fifth and final widget to you, Brian. So you'll get two while all of the all of us also get one. Awesome. I like it. I like it. Um, Erica, Mama, (laughs) Mama D&D. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, okay, so I have to say building computers are a lot of fun. Uh, Matt helped me with mine, and I really appreciated it. And I think it's super cool that he's doing that for his parents. Um, but but Anthony played Fallout 4 again. And, and if Anthony can tell me that he really loves Fallout 4, I might be able to give him some widgets. W- what do you think, Anthony? I like Fallout 4. Nope, that's not what I said. <laughs> You gotta really sell it if you want to yeah, watch it. This yeah. is this is how it works in show business. So oh, yeah. okay, yeah, you I go love against- Fallout Four. It's the best game ever. Now you're getting it! Exclamation there point! Exclamation go. point! Exclamation point! The number one! <laughs> exclamation point! Exclamation point! Hundred emoji, crying, laughing emoji. <laughs> <laughs> Clapping emoji, fist bump uh, emoji for no reason, just because yeah. I love it. Fist bump emoji. <laughs> All right. So I am going to give Anthony <laughs> two widgets. Yay. I think that makes you in the lead, I think. Um, Brian yes, has the three more. Where did the other three go? I, yes, I, I lost track. More. Everybody got one, and then you oh. got an extra one. And then I just gave two to Anthony. Oh. And then I'm going to give. Everybody got one. That would be three. No, no. Everybody got yes. one from me. We are. Oh, this is okay. a mess today. So, where are you putting your widgets, Erica? Just start Anthony, over. Anthony gets two. Okay. <laughs> and then I'm going to get two. Okay. Because, you have one left. Yeah. And then I'm going to give the other one to Matt. There we go. Math is hard. I don't know if I like where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> so, Matt. I don't know where this is going at all. So, so I actually have a 1050i in my computer. Nice. No, so, it's it's a really good card. I just like I said, I I got the the one of the better deals I've seen on a 1060. So I'm like, yes. <laughs> yeah, I've been pretty much be able to play pretty much most games at at Ultimate. It it really hasn't held me back at all. It's it's a quite it it's like why would I need more than this? I mean, I haven't. I, I it's an it's a year old, but in my computer, I have a 980 Ti. So uh. <laughs> all right, it's, it's it's not enough that I can play them on ultra. It's that I have to have them on ultra at over a hundred FPS. So mm-hmm. I am going to give three widgets to Matt, and Woo! you know I'm going to give the other two to myself because you know I don't like how I don't like how I'm being treated by my other co-hosts today. We're treating you just fine. What are you talking about? Well, Erica didn't give me any, and I think Anthony might have been behind this somehow. How? No. Would you like me to know why you didn't get any? Yeah, I want it. I want you to know why you didn't give me any. Okay, I'm I'm tired. Do not start this. I can just get right <laughs> off this podcast. <laughs> I will turn this car around. <laughs> 
Uh, you didn't get any because a I didn't have enough widgets, and b I thought it, it was it was uh, it was an ageist um, disposition that you had, and I'm glad that you overcame it, and you guys were able to talk about something, but. I thought it was it was more negative than it was positive. That's but it's why. not supposed to be negative or positive. It's supposed to be judged by how nerdy it is. And then whether or not it's negative or positive. So it was definitely nerdy. But did I like it? Or I did think I... she gets to decide where her widgets go, Brian. <laughs> Give a shit what she decides. Free choice. Okay, Brian. That's what we're fighting for. Okay, woman choice. Right. All right. Fine then. <laughs> I'm not giving my last two widgets to myself. I'm giving them to Matt. Because because Matt did something for his parents. He did the ultimate non-ageist thing, and that's amazing. Damn. I can appreciate different age groups too. Erica. Ryan is the king. Is the king. <laughs> Just because I'm scared of old people doesn't make me ageist. It makes me scared. It's totally different. Yeah. Just why are you afraid of old people? Well, let me tell the story after you vote, Anthony. Um, tell the Erica being afraid of old people story, which is great. I want to throw three at Matt because building a computer is awesome. And then you said something that made me really happy. You said you said ultra at 100 FPS. And I just like I thought of Archer and I was like, I can only get so hard. Stop. 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 <laughs> I can only get so hard. <laughs> Thanks, get, Dr. Krieger. I know. Right. And then I'll give the other two to Erica to piss off Brian. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> well. Brian has two widgets. Anthony has three widgets. <laughs> Erica has four widgets. But Matt, ooh, Matt. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> you got 10, boy. Oh, we you are in the ten double widgets. digits. Nice, nice, man. Double digits for the widgets. So the oh, winner man, of the nerdiest. All over your face. You're talking over me a lot this morning, Erica. Now, Matt, Mike's not here. You're getting cocky. I, uh, I, I won't let that. this go to my head. Also, I get the joke. <laughs> So awesome. Hooray. Matt, winner of the nerdiest thing done this week. You get the no prize. The burr, giant burr, 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 burr. Poop. I I am honored and and taken aback and appreciative and other ac- adjectives that you, describe you, my emotion. You really have to understand the amount of collaboration that goes into this being that we're like a, in a Skype call and we're so far apart. When you get a giant bag of nerdy poop, I mean, we all have to collect these samples, mail them all to to one location where they're put into a bag and then they're sent to you instantly through transdimensional portal. And there it is right there. Oh, I can smell it already. <laughs> God damn. We love to serve. Uh, oh, this quality content right here. Yes. This is yeah. You know, out of all the episodes we've done, this is probably the one I will not let Amelia listen to. <laughs> this one right now. You, you uh, let her listen PG, to Psycho Bitch? PG-13. Uh, yeah, I did. Uh, okay. So uh, so uh, the story about Erica being afraid of old people. So we're at Taco Bell. Now, hold on, hold on, hold on. Are you going to tell them why I'm afraid of old people or no, just I'm, one of the, the funny stories of me being afraid of I'm old gonna people? I'm going to tell one of the, the, the way I found out you were afraid of old people. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Okay. So we're at Taco Bell and Erica's getting sauce at Taco Bell, which is a very happy moment for her because she loves Taco Bell sauce. So she's at the Taco Bell sauce stand just going, do, 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 do. I'm going to get Taco Bell sauce. And all of a sudden, a, an aged hand comes out behind her towards gnarled, the sauce. Gnarled. Uh, yeah, it's an gnarled. aged, gnarled hand comes out behind her, past her to grab the sauce. And Erica looks down and goes, ooh, a leprechaun. <gasps> what? 
And a then, leprechaun? Yes. Erica looks down and goes, ooh, a leprechaun. And then she turns around expecting to see a leprechaun all happy and then goes, ah, because it's an old lady. For legitimately, my mind, <laughs> for 30 seconds or longer, goes, oh, hey, a leprechaun. No big deal. No. How is that possible? <laughs> How did your brain go first a leprechaun and then old person? Like... I don't understand. How does your brain work? It did. I just like, oh, a leprechaun. Do, 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 do. And then I turned. I was like, holy fuck. So, yeah, that, that's how that went. And the reason I am afraid of old people, and I have a legitimate reason for this. And I'm maybe no, you this don't. One, yes, I do. So my mom was a, a CNA in a nursing home for people with dementia when I was little. And she took me in there on Halloween because she had to pick up her paycheck or something. I was four, I swear. And I'm like dressed as a little princess and I'm like a little tinfoil tiara on. And in anyways, so I'm like in there uh, waiting for my mom standing next to the, the counter. I wasn't like wandering around or anything. And this old man in a wheelchair like comes up to me and grabs my arm and, and so hard he bruised me. And started screaming at me, like screaming at the top of his lung at me. And obviously, I didn't know what dementia was. I was four and he thought I was somebody else. But ever since then, like, I I really am scared of old people. <laughs> kind of like clowns. So. And clowns. Yeah, I was going to say that. So, God, geriatric clown would just be like uh, hell on earth. Yes, it would. But that's I, probably why my brain said leprechaun is because I am less afraid of leprechauns existing than I am of old people being near me. Speaking of clowns, I got to see it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Why didn't you say that? That would have been a really good nerdy thing. Because I didn't think about it because it oh. really happened the night of last week's podcast. So uh, I totally didn't like process that as being part of this week. Oh, uh, that's a good point. It was great. I, you're not the only one that forgot stuff. Like, I actually went to a board game night last night. Dude, that would have been better. <laughs> guys, guys, I, I think we suck at this. <laughs> we really yeah. do. Uh, Welcome to say, Nerd no, Podcast Radio. Think- we suck at this. Right. <laughs> We're really not very good. I don't know why you're listening. No, <laughs> please don't leave. <laughs> Oh, what was it you said, Brian? This is going downhill fast. (laughs) I like it. So today we are here (laughs) to talk about video games. Woo, yay, video games. I love them. So in our last video game episode last year, um, it was um, Michael, Anthony, and myself. And we talked about our history in games, like how we got into them and where we started. So we're going to talk. One of the things I realized was we're like part of the first generation that has video has had video games all of our lives and it's a little different for each of us like when i was a kid my first game system was an atari 2600 and uh, also going to the arcade that was a big thing for me before all of a sudden they disappeared and everybody had consoles um i love arcades i remember arcade. going I to arcades, more yeah. arcades yeah i went to one when i was when i was in elementary school uh, elementary school and junior high because there was this like uh there was this like um, like store, like a convenience store near my junior high, and I would go there and play like um, I would play Metal Slug and Street Fighter. See, I I played like the original Rampage and the original Pac Man stuff like that. Oh man, Rampage was so fun. That was my jam. It was a good game. So I used to play Galactica. 
I used to play that with my dad. It was like his favorite game. We'd go to the arcade and play it. So I want to just before we like start digging into the concept of video games and stuff, since Erica and Matt weren't here last, um, we'll start with Matt first. Matt, what was your first experience with games? Uh, so the, I'm trying to think, cause I remember the first like video game that was bought for me, um, where it was actually mine. I, I did play, I'm, I played at other people's houses and you know, I, w- I, um, I think I'm a bit younger than everybody here. So I was growing up where video games were already a little bit more popular and a little bit more available. Um, I grew, I grew up when schools st- first started having to contend with the idea of having to ban Game Boys from the, from the playground. Um, but what I remember the most, uh, like my first solid, like my first game that I got, my, uh, my brother and I were getting driven down to my grandparents for a vacation. And we got in, my mom had a, a Durango, a, a Dodge Durango. So it was this big ass SUV. Oh, Rob Zombie just started playing in my head. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, you're good. Uh, <laughs> but they had um, the, the seat, the front seats had these big pouches for storing whatever uh, in the back. Um, and so my brother and I get into the car and as we're getting in, we look in front of us and in, in front of each of our seats, there's a Game Boy Color and a version of Pokemon. I got blue and he got red. And I remember getting in, turning and looking processing for probably like five to seven seconds just my brain going that's not really there that can't be and then getting out and dancing in joy just that because i had played friends versions of games actually now that i think about it in first grade we had a foreign exchange student from japan who had pokemon on his game boy before it was released in the u.s and i remember playing it on the playground in Japanese, not knowing what the hell I was doing, but just enjoying that shit out of it. So it was it was a it was a good day. That was my first real interaction with my own video games. Erica, what about yours? Well, well, hold on before okay. before before uh, Erica goes before Erica. Um, Erica mentioned that you got a song stuck in her head, and I, I, I really have to be like, yeah, I'm Durango, number 95, take me to the home kick boots and ultra live, see heaven, <laughs> flash a horror show. Okay, I'm good. I got it out I'm of my system. I'm legitimately impressed that you knew that. Oh, yeah. yeah. That, was good. that was pretty good. Brian yeah. loves karaoke. It's a thing he does. Yes, and that was just like karaoke because I had the lyrics in front of me. Uh, oh, did you? Yes, yes. You cheating son of a! <laughs> I I do know that song, but um, you know, there's there's a thing about like I I like reading lyrics because I like karaoke, so I I have them. This is <laughs> this is this is like I said before, going downhill fast. Erica, oh. what was your history with video games? <laughs> um, the very first video game system, um. Gosh, I don't think I owned one myself until later in life. But um, when I was a kid, um, my dad, my stepdad, Chuck, um, well, he wasn't my stepdad at the time. Long story. But my stepdad, Chuck, uh, bought an NES for all of us kids. We had to share it. I don't think it was actually mine at all. That's my first console, too. The NES. Yeah. So, and we were just, you know, we just had like Mario Brothers on it and then we got Zelda and stuff like that. But, um, but yeah, so I think he bought it for the house. It wasn't anybody's and we had to like take turns and, and, and I remember being really frustrated. I couldn't get like past the eighth castle and shit. 
But, um, and then like a friend down the street got a Sega. The first one came out and I was like, holy fuck, that is cool. So then we used to go to his house and play a Sega all the time. But yeah, that that was really my first. I, I, I didn't own a game system that was legitimately my game system. Fuck. Probably until I bought an Xbox 360 because I always played PC games. I was always really a PC gamer um, more than a console gamer. And now I do both, uh, but more actually consoles now than anything. But um, yeah, that was pretty much it. Not very exciting, but gaming has always been a family affair, as Brian can attest to. Like we've always been PC gamers. So consoles weren't big in the house. We used to... um, when WoW first came out, it was still in beta, I believe. Um, I played, my dad played, uh, my husband Matt played, um, Jonathan, my little brother, played, my sister, her husband, and when, I mean, everybody in the family played, and we would just pal around doing that. So it was really PCs were more my thing. So we grew up with having video games around. Um, Matt and Anthony, probably a little bit, well, Anthony, you 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 didn't really have them till a little later, right? No, I had my vegans pretty early. Like um, my mom had the NES. So literally I was kind of like born and there was vegans in my house. Not that I was playing, but I was probably playing when I was like four years old. Yeah, I think Matt's the youngest person we've ever had on the podcast. Oh, He's yeah. a baby. He's yeah. a baby. I don't understand. This keeps happening in every like in more and more circumstances. I'm like, how am I the youngest person doing these things? I'm not I'm not a kid at this point. Well, I mean, to me, I, I to everybody else, they're probably like, oh, but. Well, you know what it is, Matt? It, it's that you are mature enough to hang out with the more mature nerds. So, like, you can branch out. You're not like the the. Typical millennial. (laughs) There you go. Yeah, that's true. What would our childhoods have looked like if we didn't have video games? Like, what would we have done? Um, Matt, you want to hit this first? Sure. Oh, man. Um, I Matt did lots of things. I was going to say, well, okay. I did. I was a very active kid. I did. I was, I was actually surprisingly big into sports. Uh, I played uh, baseball. I played when I was younger, I played soccer and then I got too I got too rough for it. So I, I transitioned over to football um, and I went to uh, <laughs> this is I guess this is the best place to to confess this. I went to things like science discovery camp over the summer where I would learn about, um, you know, the uh, the current state of space travel or um, learn about rock, you know, rocketry or, or, or I, we did one on geology and things like that. So <laughs> um, I did. So- I was. I was active. I would I did love to go to science camp. I want to go to science camp right now. I mean, yeah, it is. There's a lot more cool science that's going on, at least that we'd be able to understand. So I think that would be awesome. But but without video games, I mean, that's that's what the downtime was. You know, when I wasn't out doing stuff, I was. You know, I had my Game Boy. That was if if I if I had pants that had pockets, that Game Boy was in there. Um, and more often than not, an extra set of batteries just in case. Um, so I, of course, of course, yeah, the forethought. It's important. Yeah, and I I don't know. It's it, I'm so entrenched, or, or I guess video games are so entrenched in my lifestyle that I I don't know what it would have been like without them. I think it would have. I mean. 
I might maybe I would have drawn or written or I don't know. Maybe I would have been more creative. Maybe video games have prevented me from exploring outlets that I didn't know I had. No, but more than likely, I would have just been sad. Just this general sense of sadness that something was missing and I didn't know what it was. <laughs> Why are you depressed? See, I don't know. See, people generally say that they're like, oh, video games are time killers. But I don't think they are. I think they're problem solving devices like when you have a video game you have to be a problem solver and it's a lot of hand-eye coordination um i i i don't think that video games are bad for you i also think that you need to have you know a physical outlet as well and so with amelia there's definitely a limit to how much video games she can play but but she's outside running and playing and coming back covered in mud and soaking wet. And I'm like, what the fuck did you do this time? So, <laughs> I mean, there's, there's got to be a balance between the two. I, I don't My- think video games are bad for you. I think grinding can be a little bad. Mind oh, you, I, yeah, I have noticed true. that most of the people that say video games are bad spend hours watching TV. So I'm like, eh, you can shut so the fuck up with your the slot machines. What is right? a slot machine but a bad video game? Yeah, that There's... takes your fucking money more than it takes our money to buy the goddamn video games Unless that have better graphics. Like... Oh, and then these are also the people that play Candy Crush and spend $150 on gems for Candy Crush. How are they spending so much money on Candy Crush? Um, I, 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 I don't play I don't video know. games on my phone. I don't I don't have any desire to. And I might be one of the the rare people. Matt's always like, oh, get Hearthstone. Well, no, yeah, that's the not only on one that I play. I'm not gonna lie, I, I did start playing a phone game like yesterday, and it's actually kind of good. It's actually I actually like it. What it, is it? it? It's called The Last Day on Earth Survival. It's a zombie apocalypse survival game, but like you have to build a house and craft things and fight zombies and fight other players. So it's kind of like DayZ, but on your phone. That sounds like Minecraft. It's not as complicated as Minecraft, actually. Oh, okay. That's but, has be- but has better graphics than Minecraft. <laughs> My shoes have better b- graphics than Minecraft, so. Yeah, but what made Minecraft great wasn't the graphics. Um, oh, and, no. And- believe me, we have our own dedicated modded server, so I'm not I'm not disparaging Minecraft in okay. any way. Okay, I was about to say, and, Minecraft, and the things that made Minecraft great would not have even been remotely possible if they had, like, you know, AAA like oh yeah and actually what's interesting this is kind of a really nice segue to a thought i just had uh between what anthony and erica have both said anthony talking about minecraft and erica talking about video games being an outlet being you know actually a positive there are video games now that are used for education i mean minecraft has an education edition that's used in schools and is used to teach kids about uh, a multitude of different things. I've never played it, but so I don't know exactly what it is, but I know there's a specific one that they sell to schools and they'll use it to in lessons. And there's also another game that my friend, my roommate is really into, and I can't remember what it is. If I was smart, I would have uh, I would have looked what it is before the podcast started. But it's a game that um, basically teaches you how to program. It's like, like forcing me over here. I don't I don't remember what it's called. I'm scrolling through his list on Steam, and he's got like 600 games. So I don't think I'm gonna is find it, it. Is it Alice? No. It is. Oh, hell. Um, come back to me. I'll I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll I'll find it. Who who am I on next for what it would have been like to grow up without video games? Uh, I think you're on me. All right, or Erica. Th- what would it have um, been like 
I don't know, because <sighs> video games were really how my dad and I bonded. Like, um, I remember when we got our first computer um, in our house. It was like 1993. And it was like a big deal that dad bought this computer. Like, almost nobody I knew had a computer in their house. And it ran Windows. And uh, the first video game that I played on that computer was actually part of Encarta. Uh, I don't even know if Anthony or Matt remember Encarta at all. <laughs> Dude. I, my first yeah. I, I used to love just screwing around in Encarta and reading all the yeah. entries. I loved Encarta. Encarta was an encyclopedia. Leslie yeah. said she loved Encarta. Yeah. Yes. So Encarta was an encyclopedia, but within the Encarta encyclopedia, there was a, a game where you would walk into different rooms and answer different questions. So you were learning uh, stuff as you were playing. And then there was like a wizard in the game and it was, it was really fun. And I think I was like 10 or so. Um, and then the next game I played on the computer um, was the original XCOM. Um, my dad. Oh my God. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> my, my dad put it on and I saw him playing and I was like, uh, and I climbed up on his lap and start playing with him, uh, with the, the game and learning the mechanics and how to move the people. And then when he went to work, I started playing all by myself. So that was a lot of fun. Um, I can't imagine what it would be like. Uh, I don't know how my dad and I really would have bonded. Um, we bonded over video games. We bonded over comic books. We just nerd things in general. Uh, Robotech, like all these things. I had a, an outlet to, to bond with him um, that I don't think would have been there. My dad and I don't really have anything else in common other than the nerdy stuff we do. You at probably all. would just be more into comic books and anime. Maybe, maybe. And, and, you know, you and your dad bonded over novels too, right? Or was that later? That was later. That was later. When I was a kid, it was video games and comic books and anime. And that was it. Because, um, like, I, I Anthony doesn't know this. I think Matt does. And I know Brian does. I didn't meet my dad until I was, like, nine years old. Like, I, I had no idea who oh. he was. I didn't grow up with him or anything like that. So it was like this stranger walked into my life. And my mom was like, this is your dad. And I was like, oh. Okay, <laughs> so it was a little awkward and a little rough for a while, but I think I think that uh, that was a real good way for for us to bond. Um, but I was outside most of the time. I wasn't allowed to play video games unless Dad was home or I uh, snuck on the computer uh, when my mom wasn't home. So one of the one of those two. I was always outside playing. So I don't think it would have made a huge huge impact in my life other than that bonding time with my dad. Anthony, so, what about you? Yeah, what oh, would sorry, have filled your life? What would have filled your life without video games? Uh, probably the other things I did. I I didn't just play video games like all day. I also like went outside and like rode my bike. I was really into like bugs and insects. Like up until like maybe recently in my life, for the for a large portion of my life, I wanted to be an entomologist. So That's I cool. used I used to go around collecting bugs and insects around the neighborhood. Like I would literally go, uh, you know, those giant, like huge red ants, mm -hmm. like those gigantic, like huge red ants. I would go find their hives, dig them up with my bare hands and like collect them and, and get stung really bad. Cause those yeah, I was gonna stink say, those super are bad. Fire ants, like, no, they're like, not fire ants. Fire ants not? are small. Fire ants are small. Oh, okay. Yeah. They're, they're, they're a type of wingless wasp essentially. Oh, okay. But it they still are had to hurt like hell. Fun fact: ants were are thought to have evolved from wasps. Oh, 
And all of them have evolved from nope. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd probably spend way more time catching bugs. And I did do that a lot. Like a lot, a lot. There was a point in time where I had a pet Black Widow. Jesus Christ. No, yeah. thank you. Yeah, I'm not probably... afraid of spiders, but Black Widows, I was like, ooh, no. No, thank yep. you. Yep, I had a Black Widow in a cage and I would feed it. Wow. I don't know why That's... my mom let me get away with that. <laughs> I don't know either. I don't know. I used to dig up worms. Like I've never been afraid of insects or snakes or or anything like that. Um, I used to dig up worms and other bugs, and I used to chase my brother Jonathan around when he was a kid with them, and he would he was terrified of bugs and worms, and it was so funny because I would just like dangle a worm in front of his face, and he would just like cry, like just fall. You're the worst. Yeah, that's I I like that. I like that's it. Not though. okay. No, I no. would terrify my sister. So yeah, I was like, "That's what kids do." I was like ten, and he was yeah. like two or something. It was. Totally I was. Worthless. I'm. I'm still to this day afraid of bees and wasps and most any type of flying insect because the for whatever reason we had so many yellow jacket and wasp nests around my house. We had like half a dozen. So. When I was playing outside, I I had to be very aware because I got stung like nobody's business when I was a little kid. It was horrible. That sucked. Your parents should have got that. Wa- they had this wasp spray that kills them on in like on. Con- it, they tried it. They just kept coming back. Oh, that shit. Yeah, that's I don't. Un- we don't understand. And and eventually they went. It just must have been when they built the house. They disturbed a nest or like it's. I imagine it's again a. a uh, I I mentioned this the last time I was on, but it sounds like that. You know, they built this house and it disturbed this crazy underground hive, and it's the start of a horror novel. It's like poltergeist, <laughs> but with wasps. With wasps. Oh god! That, oh god! Don't know. Uh, so like a mix of so like a mix of poltergeist and arachnophobia. Yeah. The name of the movie would be Nope. Nope. <laughs> Just, oh my god! That would be such a good movie. Nope. I would watch it. I don't know how I'd watch spell it. it, and I would drag Leslie over to watch it, and she'd be very upset with me that I made her watch it. Oh, that's funny. What What about you, Brian? What would Is, your life? No, be hold like? on. I gotta I gotta do the the trailer intro for the movie. Okay, is go ahead. this house safe? Dun, 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 dun. Is, alert. No, it is not. <laughs> is there is there any escape? Nope. <laughs> will will Sorry. you survive? No. All right. So if we're gonna do this, we have to figure out <laughs> casting to who's gonna star in it. Um. Uh, oh. Oh. Um. Oh no! It's a giant wasp movie. It has to be. Um. Oh, what's his name? Um. From Eight Legged Freaks. Ooh, I can't remember his name. I can't. I, think know, of his name. I, I know who you're talking about. Top and scream. What's yeah. his name? I can't think of it now. But I agree with you. I totally yeah, agree. Yeah, that guy. You have to be in it. I, I thought it had to be Nicholas Cage because bees. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my God, no, Nicholas Cage. So if I was a kid, which I was at one point. Um, you don't believe me? I don't lie about that. I don't believe you were a kid ever. You've uh, always been old. <laughs> <laughs> I've always been older than you. I actually, part of my life was actually, I actually was, was in this world before you existed. I was you, a- too, you too, Matt. You too, Erica. There was a part yeah, of my life. Yeah, but not that long before I existed. Oh, a long time before I existed. I, I have, I have come to terms with this fact that many things were around before I Go ahead, Brian. In the early days of my life, there was a squeaky voice in the back of my head says, I will be in this world soon. That that was true. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll never be able to get rid of me. 
Um, I, you know, I had my, I had the Atari when I was a kid and we played it a lot. We sometimes played it as a family and it was like a big deal until like the adults got bored with it. Um, then the Nintendo, but then after Nintendo entertainment system, I didn't have a console and I didn't own a computer till I was 18. So I actually did go through a chunk of my life without a lot of access to video games. I'd like go to the arcade and play games or, and I didn't really go to friend's house and play that much. So, um, I think it would be basically the same. You know, I, I read a lot of books and played a lot of D and D. Oh, I read a lot of books. I played a lot of D and D too. Yeah. I think, um, I think a, a harder question to answer would be like, what if I didn't have TV? You know, yeah, I did have TV yeah, for a large chunk of my life. We went through like a really long time where like we didn't have live TV. I thought it was crazy. Like, um, gosh, it was probably like four years. It, but but my dad had previously um, recorded like he still does, like every show previously. So when he had TV, he had a VCR um, and he would record everything off live TV. And he would in my dad's like super everything has to be rigid and in order and labeled and really, really organized. Brian can tell you this is crazy. So we had VHS tapes where my dad would record different shows, but they all had to be like the same genre. So like there would be three different movies on one VHS tape, but it would all be like horror movies. And there'd be like anime on, you know, three episodes of this anime in order on this one VHS tape. And we had bookcases and it was like three bookcases full of, of videos. So I didn't have TV, but I had videos and I watched all of those. There was so. a period of time where he had, then he had the folders of DVDs that yep. he didn't just have folders. Then he got crystal cases for, he got crystal cases for all the DVDs and custom printed covers for all of them. Yep. Yep. And then now it's all digital. Yeah. Now it's all creates, on his server and he still creates cover artwork. Yep. It's like on. his hobby. We, we called him the data dragon for a really long time. That's kind of cool, we? though. That's a pretty neat hobby. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I, I mean, he's, he really he really gets into that. I remember one time it was really funny. Um, So I had watched pretty much every VHS because we went like four years without TV. Like every VHS. Like my dad had Pirates of Dark Water and all that sort of stuff on uh, the VHSs. And he was on his, <laughs> I distinctly remember this. He was on his way out the door one day and I see this VHS and one of the movies on it is heavy metal. And I'm like 11, I think. And I was like, Dad, can I watch this? And he's like, no, you can't watch that. I was like, but isn't it just heavy metal videos? And I loved music. And he was like, no, you can't watch that. That's just for adults. I was like, OK, I won't watch it. And then he left for work. <laughs> and then I immediately put it on. And as I was watching it, are you guys familiar with heavy metal? I know Brian is. Your mind was fucking blown. blown. Yeah, you, I've, I've heard this story before. I don't, think so I, yes. I don't think I've seen it. No. Heavy uh, metal. If you watch that when you're a kid, it's like the stories of most people's experiences with psychedelic drugs. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it was not only blown because of the psychedelic, like portion of it but you've got like the music which i actually have the the album on vinyl downstairs i'd love the music in it and then there's just like sex all cartoon sex all over this movie <laughs> and i was like what the actual fuck have you ever seen like a van with an airbrush drawing of like a naked woman riding on a dragon yes that's <laughs> i mean who has a movie 
Yeah, that's the entire movie. Yeah. It, it, right. it was awesome. Google search heavy metal movie. <laughs> no. So I think I yeah. have it. You can borrow it if you want that. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, 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 um, I've had a little bit of, um, something building up in me while we're going, so I have to let it out. Um, yeah, the devil, ride it down the shore. He paint the monster <laughs> red, so blood oh, don't stay okay. the floor and out. Real savage show. The story of the shocking sickness and watch it blow. Yeah. <laughs> 10 out of 10. It. 10 out of 10. <laughs> oh, also, I did, fi- I did find that game that I was talking about, um, it's called TIS 100, and it basically is a game whose mechanic, whose main mechanic, is just programming, like legit. Oh, cool. I don't know what le- what language it's in, but it might be assembly. We have to do like um like a lightning round now because we're we're at like we're almost an hour. So um, what are we playing now, Matt? You go first. Not not don't take too long though. Quick, like quick. Yeah, no. So Hearthstone, obviously, um, I got the new expansion for XCOM 2. It's called War of the Chosen. Been playing a lot of that. And um, I really want to get back into Dota 2 just because that was my entire college experience was playing 2000 hours of Dota 2. So I might get back into that. I have to get XCOM 2 just because. um, So shout out to Erica's dad, Milton, who has been trying to get me to play Xbox 2 to play um, X, X, not Dota 2. My bad. Brain not okay? working. Yeah. Okay. I had a little bit of a the, the blood's moving around. He's All right, having a stroke. Go. XCOM two because he's been talking about XCOM since I met him and I've never played any of it. Oh, it's, it's awesome. You should, yeah, you should you should totally pick up the new expand. The, yeah, the, I haven't the played expansion. any of the XCOMs either, but I've heard it's a really great game. I'm gonna shuffle the order around a little bit and go next because I'm already talking. Um I um I've been playing um I just finished um Torment Tides of Numenaria and now I'm playing Pillars of Eternity. I actually was going to get the worst video game game ever made, Tyranny, but it's way too fucking expensive. <laughs> it's not the worst game ever, but whatever. I thought I, the I worst it, game ever it. made was the ET game. Uh yeah, for or sure. The, or, yeah. The, or the I, Superman I had, game. I had that game too. I had Did I you think, really? Yeah. I you think tyranny, tyranny is complete competing for the tile because it's it's a fucking terrible game. And I only get that from Anthony's description. Uh, I'm sorry I make bad descriptions. I don't know. I thought my description was pretty good. You get to play the bad guy. Uh, it sounds pretty fucking awful. I don't know. I'll play it eventually when it's yeah, not right. like $70. Yeah, <laughs> I can. I can do that. It is in my anatomical ability. hooray for editing (laughs) no that's getting left in oh boy (laughs) just silence just mm. all right anthony what are you playing right now well i already told you guys what i'm playing i'm playing that phone game and i'm playing fallout 4 so i'm gonna take this time to tell a really cool story so recently there was a really cool eve online story so a while ago um there was this group called co2 and they totally backstabbed us and when i say us i mean the people in the imperium because we're having that really big war i i mentioned this like in like episodes past so co2 backstabbed us and they like left us in the middle of a battle and they joined the opposing force and it was really fucked up fuck co2 okay so during evecon the leader of the imperium and i think also uh the reddit alliance called dreddit convinced one of the diplomats of co2 to go to betray them so what he did is he took all their assets all their money took their um took their citadel 
uh, which is like a like a space station you can own in the game now because now you can own space stations and gave control of it over to the Imperium. So he left them broke, penniless, and like took all their all their ships and everything away from them to where all the players and everyone else in there has fucking nothing because he stole it all and put it all in his account. And he now became like one of the richest players in the game in like literally a day. And that alliance no longer exists. It's literally shut down. And the owner of the alliance. Um, got really upset and basically kind of in a weird, vague way threatened to chop the hands off of the guy who did all this to him. So he got banned, perma-banned from EVE. So the Alliance is really fucking dead. Um, a thousand of the 4,000 players quit EVE entirely. And all I gotta say is, get fucked, CO2. That's what you get for fucking us. Fuck you. Fuck you all. Tell us what you really think. (laughs) Get wrecked, CO2. Get wrecked. Oh, and the total amount of money estimated to that he's stolen is equal to about like $16,000. Like in real cash? Because um, so in EVE Online, you can pay for game time with money. You can pay by a card, right? And it costs like something like 20 bucks and it gives you game time. You can sell that card to players for in-game money. So there's a way to transfer how much money is equal to dollars. Wow. So you can calculate how much everything is actually worth. And the amount of stuff that this guy took is worth about $16,000. Like you that illegal then? Nope. Totally legal. It's even it's even in Eve's thing like scamming and theft and all that stuff is totally legal. We allow it. It's part of the game. Don't like it. I don't know. Get good, scrub. Jesus. Nice. Yes. The owners of Eve, like, if you come to them and are like, oh, I got scammed, they'll just basically be like, sucks to be you. I don't know. Don't be stupid. Sucks to suck, nerd. Like, they don't say it like that, but they're literally like, that's kind of the message is basically like, don't be stupid. I mean, and, well, wow, what that, that did would was be a dangerous game for me to play. I'm never touching Eve. Oh my well, god! And what CO2 did was, and what CO2 did was pretty dumb. Like giving one person that much control over your all your assets is why that shit happens. That's why you're supposed to have layers of like you you need to split your assets oh, oh, amongst wait. different people. Checks and balances. <laughs> yeah, I know. Giving Should one person total, those? giving one person total control of all the assets, and then going like, yeah, he's always gonna be good to us. Yeah, that's why shit like this happens. So get wrecked, CO two. Get wrecked. I have well, no then. sympathy. I have no sympathy for them. <laughs> they betrayed us in like the darkest hours of our of our existence. They like when all of Eve turned against the Imperium, they betrayed us. So I don't give two shits about them. You get know, fucked. I you told me you were gonna tell a story about Eve, and I'm kind of regretting that we just didn't devote the entire episode to letting you rant. <laughs> yeah, right? It was already going downhill. So um, Erica, you're last, and since the episode's been going downhill, you're at the bottom of the hill. Well, I am the shortest. You're the sandbags <laughs> that we're crashing into at the end of this, uh, end of this <laughs> Uh I am playing Final Fantasy 15 right now, and I really, really like it. I haven't played uh, a Final Fantasy and really enjoyed it since 7. Final so, Fantasy is Bro Road Trip 15, right? Yes, yes, Final Fantasy, Yeah, yeah. It is definitely bro road trip, but it's the, oh God, they've just really, really stepped it up. I think I really like it. Maybe it's just because I haven't played Final Fantasy in so long. I'm not aware of, you know, the last, I didn't, I can't even tell you what the last one was about. So, um, but I really am enjoying 15 a lot. Uh, Brent uh, suggested that I play it. He really enjoyed it. So that's really cool. Um, I am getting XCOM 2 as well. um, Because I 
Well, mostly because I'm a gold member on Xbox and it's like half price right now. <laughs> but I would get it eventually anyway. And I and I love XCOM. I've been playing it, you know, since the very first one. But I did want to talk about a game that I kind of told Brian about the other day. I thought was really, really interesting. Have any of you guys heard of Cuphead? Yes, I have heard of Cuphead. Well, mm. you have because I told you. <laughs> I don't think I, I maybe I'm not familiar with it. Though. Cuphead, I heard, is actually a pretty pretty good game. Yeah, it yeah. is. It's a really interesting game. I haven't seen a game out li- like this out in a long time. It's a brutal cartoon game. And all the cartoon stuff is like 1930s stylized cartoon. And it's a, they call it a run and gun platformer. That's a visually impressive. Yeah, kind of like a so, Metal Slug or, or like Duke Nukem, like old school Duke Nukem kind of thing. Uh, yes and no. It's more cartoonish than Duke Nukem, but yes, it's the same, you know, the... No, I mean style of gaming. I don't mean... Yeah. Yeah, I don't don't mean the art. I mean the style of the gaming, how it's like you're just running, like, you know, left to right of the screen, and you're just shooting at bad guys as you're running. Kind of like, yeah, so Metal Slug and and possibly even Contra then. Yeah. So, uh, I... I, It looks really good, and I think I'm going to get it. So, I don't know. Think, I'll have to let you guys know how that works out because it, it looks really, really awesome. I think Apparently, it's it really too. hard to play. The way when you first described it, I assumed it was going to be in black and white. And when I found out it's like Technicolor, it's, yeah, it's like Technicolor. It's yeah, really it's cool. Yeah, it looks really cool. I also like how there's um, there's film degradation in the style, so you can see the lines going across the screen, like the like you're watching it on a movie screen. And if exactly. I remember correctly, I could be wrong, so don't quote me on this, but I think the art is like hand drawn, like people drew the the cartoons. I think they did. Yeah, yeah. It's it's available on Steam. I know Matt has Steam, but yeah, it's it's it looks hand drawn. It looks so cool. I'm I'm very excited to play it. We have something special now that we're done with our topic and we have something special. Um, Yeah. Our movie explained badly is going to be badly explained to a patron. Oh, yeah. I just looked it up. According to Polygon, Cuphead is an entirely hand drawn game. That is already we're done. We're done with that. I just wanted to like correct (laughs) what I said. Thank you, Anthony. Thank you. No, I'm going to say thank you, Matt, for, you know, keeping us on track. You're a good guest. Yeah. Anthony. Anthony, I do appreciate that, though, because I am interested in that game as well. And you know what? Because you were so, so good in coming out with that and saying, you know, looking it up and being a good podcaster and actually giving the information. um, I want to say maybe Tyranny is not that bad. Yay. Yeah. I, I, you know, I have never played it. And I've only based it off of your of of what you said and how you of all people would like it. We'll we'll see. Well, you know, I've really liked Pillars of Eternity, so maybe we'll have a redemption episode at some point where I it's just so freaking expensive. Uh, Tyranny's an expensive game. Like I was looking at Pillars of Eternity and you want it and Tyranny. It's like one hundred and fifty bucks. Yeah, I'm surprised it's wow. still that expensive. It's been out for a long time. I'm, I'm very surprised I haven't lowered the price yet. Yeah, Pillars almost Eternity, a year. Pillars of Eternity without any of the extras was 50 bucks. Hmm. Yeah, and I, I, I got it because I liked Torment so much. But, well, anyway. Yes, you gotta want it. We're going to be describing a game. Uh, a game. Blah. Ugh. All right. So we have something special planned. We're going to be describing a movie for a patron. Do your reactions again. What? Whoa. 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 So, what? Leslie... Um, one of our patrons and also Anthony's girlfriend. I mentioned that um, Leslie has never seen Nightmare on Elm Street. 
I have seen this one, surprisingly. I don't think anywhere in here hasn't. I'm the oddball. So, you have seen it? He has not, and I have not. Oh, okay, you're on. Okay. You didn't pay all the, you didn't pay the 25 bucks to be on the podcast, Leslie. So, <laughs> get the fuck off. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> Um, all right, so you're actually on to let us describe it badly to you. <laughs> the pressure is on. All right. I want to hear how you do this, Brian. You go. Wait, they so were we supposed to explain it and then she would leave it during the recording? Oh, yep, no, it's okay. She's here. It's fine. This is better. This is the, in the theme of the episode. Let's go as far downhill as we can. Yeah, we're, we're right. not masters Fuck of it. our own fate at this point. <laughs> all right. So a girl has to deal with with the uh, child molester her parents murdered in her dreams. And he and he was burned alive. And now he hunts the children of the town's dreams, murdering people with a knife hand. And um, she then turns into Kevin from Home Alone and builds a booby trap house to stop him. And Johnny Depp explodes. And I damn it, I was going to add that part. <laughs> well, yes, you we, we, were too slow. We, we find out that Johnny Depp's body contains about three times the, the normal average of human blood. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they 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 really did explode Johnny Depp and then they rebuilt him. That's that's why he <laughs> acts that way now. Like we're doing with Mike. That's right. <laughs> well, we thought the episode was going downhill, but really there's cohesion to the entire yeah, thing. We're clawing our way back to relevancy. <laughs> yeah. Does anybody else want to throw up a different bad? Uh, uh, so a bad description of one of the other Nightmare on Elm Street movies. I got I got a good one for two, but I just did one. So someone I has mean, to I've do... only ever seen one. So does anyone want to do three through eight? They all run together for me. I've seen them all, and there's just like, which one am I thinking of? Okay. I didn't know there were that many. Oh, yeah. There's like tons. Yeah. Well, you uh, got one. Oh, there's, okay. there's Freddy versus Jason. I really love that one. So that one okay. I've seen. Oh, okay. All right. So I'm going to do I'm going to do the lightning round. So, okay. One, dream killer haunts children. Two, um, secretly gay kid um, kills his gym teacher with balls. <laughs> I'm afraid to ask what kind of balls. Totally really happens in the movie. Um, Nightmare on Elm Street 2 is considered, and if you look it up, look up the gayest movie ever made, and your Google search will have Nightmare on Elm Street 2. Um, Nightmare on Elm Street 3, The Dream Warriors. Um, I'm just going to describe this one as being the best one in the series, because it's a and d campaign. Um, Nightmare on Elm Street 3 is a bunch of kids in an, in an asylum get recruited and end up forming a D&D &D party using their dream powers to fight a devil, um, a, a dream spirit named Freddy Krueger. It's hard to describe <laughs> badly because I've seen it so many times and it's really awesome. <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street 4, the studio has too much money. <laughs> Nine, Nightmare on Elm Street 5, the studio blows their load. <laughs> On the popularity of the series. And Nightmare on Elm Street 5 is the only one of the entire series that I literally can't watch without throwing up. Mm. Why? Well, Why? What happens in that, that you that you threw up? I can't there remember. Are, there are two scenes in that movie that I, are really I, gross. I was gonna say, at least I, at least I listened and I know one of the reasons. <laughs> the first one is a bulimic girl is force fed by Freddy Krueger until she explodes. And oh! It's extremely graphic. She he shoves food into her mouth and then like takes his knife hand and starts cutting her guts out and feeding them to her. Oh, I remember watching that when I was a kid. I was like, holy fuck. I, 
I'm getting that saliva built up in the mouth, gag reflex building up thing, just <laughs> thinking about it. We're cringing very badly, being like, oh, God, that's awful. Yes. Better than Ipecac. And then the second <laughs> scene is when Freddy Krueger changes a girl into a cockroach, which if you list, if you are one of our patrons who's listened to the bonus episode, um, <laughs> when I was talking with Heather about this, Heather said, that doesn't sound that bad. It's, and then Brian it's, made it bad. Yeah, it's extremely graphic. You like, she's lifting weights and her joints change into insect joints while she's lifting weights. And it looked, have you ever seen a compound fracture? Yes. Oh, uh. yeah. And it's like her body and her joints start twisting until she's a cockroach inside a cockroach motel. And a giant, and a Freddy Krueger's holding the cockroach motel and he squeezes the cockroach motel and roach juice shoots out both ends. Mm. Uh. They Kafka the shit out of it. What? Yeah, right. <laughs> um, Nightmare on Elm Street six. Freddy's dead. Um, or like Deddy. Am I right? That's probably <laughs> one of my favorites too. Um, it's just so meta because it's it it's really Freddy's turned into a cartoon character at this point. Um, Nightmare on Elm Street seven. The true the the final nightmare. Um, that's when the actress who played Nancy in the first movie plays the actress who played Nancy. She plays herself. <laughs> and That's it's, right. It's even I remember meta. that was really good. Yeah, it's actually like legitimately meta where it's a story about the actress and it's a story about how like Wes Craven wrote a story about Freddy Krueger because he was writing a story about a real entity that's created through stories. Yes, yes, that's right. That, and, that was actually one of my most favorite ones. And since there isn't any more story, since there isn't any more Nightmare on Elm Street movies being made, the spirit's starting to manifest and it's trying to take Nancy's child. Yes. And it's a little bit more dark and scary compared to the other. It, it's more going back to the first one because Wes Craven came back to do it. Rowan says hi, by the way, guys, if you can hear her. Sorry. Brad. Oh, is that her? <laughs> yes. That's a, she's banging on the desk going, oh, oh, oh. I'm going to be famous before I can speak. <laughs> <laughs> so then you have Freddy versus Jason, which you've seen. But I just want to make a point about Freddy versus Jason. The stoner character in it was supposed to be Jason Mewes. And they couldn't get him for the movie. So they literally hired an actor and said, act like Jason Mewes. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, that makes me sad he couldn't be in it. I love Jason Mewes. But there are many people who think that that's Jason Mewes. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. That they, they remember Jason Mewes being in that movie. So the performance was obviously pretty good. Yeah, I was going to say, it must have been good. <laughs> I mean, did, was there a reason that they couldn't get him or just they don't really it know? It was during his heroin time. Uh. Yeah, He's been in and out of rehab for a long time, but I think he's been clean like nine years now or something. So there is in addition to that, there are comic books. Um, you got Freddy versus Jason versus Ash, which is amazing. And what's like even, Ash from the Evil Dead? Yes. Oh. It was based on a screenplay that almost got made into a movie. It was supposed to it be the sequel of Freddy versus Jason. It should have been. Um, there are two scenes in it. That are incredible. One is Freddy fighting Ash inside the S Mart. And <laughs> the teenagers who work at the S Mart, which are like the victims of the movie, they're they're running around while Ash is fighting Freddy and they're throwing him power tools and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and he's using oh, all sorts of different so power good. tools to fight Freddy running around the S Mart. Then there's another scene where Ash fights the little jump rope girls. Oh yeah? 
Why didn't this get made into a movie? I don't know. It sounds great. And what's even better than Freddy versus Jason versus Ash is the sequel to that comic book where Ash teams up with every survivor of every Nightmare on Elm Street movie and every survivor of every Friday the 13th movie. He's got like a small militia on his side <laughs> yeah. at that point. And, but I mean, like all of them, the Corey Feldman character from Friday the 13th, the psychic <laughs> girl, the telekinetic girl from Friday the 13th, the oh. um, Freddy's freaking kid from Nightmare on Elm Street Part 5, the, wow. the, the dream child. Now, I can see why this one didn't get made into anything, because you would that's that's about uh, two and a half days of cinema you have to watch just to know the continuity. <laughs> Freddy's, that's true. Freddy's daughter from Nightmare on Elm Street Part 6, Freddy's dead. Um, yeah, it's just, it's just insane. It's absolutely amazing. The comic books are freaking amazing. So Leslie, thank you for your patronage. You got a super description. Yes, thank you. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was awesome. Thanks. And since, now we're you're audio, <laughs> since we're an audio podcast, I do have to let you know, I was like standing up and emoting and like moving my arms and being really dramatic about my description. Well, that's okay. I'm used to watching Anthony do the same thing when he's describing things to you guys. He always has to we, make sure to emphasize with his hands, despite the fact you can't see him. I think at some point, depending on how popular the show gets, we need to add a patron level, a Patreon level where it's a certain amount of money, where it's just we put a webcam on while we're talking. So you can just see us going yeah, over and over <laughs> during a podcast. But when we put that up on the Patreon, Patreon the video doesn't have any audio. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you have to try and sync it up. And there are parts oh, that will be edited out and parts that won't be. So you can see the reality. Like, like if somebody's talking and then uh, somebody else goes, wow, that was really stupid and rolls their eyes or whatever. So you can you can start individual like feuds just by having that video. <laughs> like Brian be rolling his eyes all the time. Um, generally, I'm laughing. Um, so when you you think I'm getting furious, I'm just cracking up and have my my mic mute, muted. And I'm it. It really is all an act. I just want to let everyone know that I'm not that much of an asshole. He lies. Yeah, he, no, he lies. he's not really an asshole. Shut the fuck up, Eric. <laughs> so I, I think with that we have we have skidded to a stop at the end of the hill. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, Matt, what are you doing this weekend? Um, well, like I said, I got to finish. I got to actually put the the computer together, and then on Sunday we've got um, we've got our D and D group. Who uh, we we only have a couple more tasks to finish before we probably will end up having to fight Strahd, the evil vampire. So nice. Yes. yes. Anthony, what are you doing this weekend? Um, probably not a lot of much of anything. I mean, I'm waiting for my ankle to get better because my ankle got hurt because I think I was putting too much weight on it when my knee got hurt. And also getting over my stomach issues. Yeah, I, I find out like we're pretty much sure sure it's a gluten thing because I ate some gluten and then the next day my stomach issues returned. So I'm gonna be so pissed if Ryan was right. I am right. Yeah. He figured it out already. Yeah, I think I ate something with gluten and then the next day my stomach issues returned like full blast, like all over again. So I was like, I think that's that's kind of it. And, I mean, I'm not right about everybody. I'm just right that if you have stomach issues, you should try it. OK, Leslie's poking at me saying you mean you snuck gluten because like I ate pretzels at work and then I had like some cobbler at home. So it, it wasn't like we knew I was going to eat gluten. I was supposed to not be eating it. And then I was like. I don't care. And then the next day, my stomach was like, free is fucking hard. And then the next day, my stomach was like, you're going to care now, bitch. All right, Erica, what are you doing this weekend? So you're not killing Strahd. You're working for him, right? 
Yeah, oh yeah, we're working for him, but I'm pretty sure we're going to have to kill him. Like, I don't think they're, I mean, yes, we're playing an evil party, but I'm pretty sure that we're gonna, still going to have to kill Strahd. Because, yeah, he says that we can leave anytime, but I don't think he's going to let us. You so. know what you got to do is you got you to gotta break the GM. Come up with a way to trap him. Come up with a way to, like, trap Strahd mm-hmm. in a crystal orb and, like, siphon his power forever. Well, and let's. I don't know how Strahd and Orb. I don't know how much uh, how much cross cross uh, dimensional or cross um, uh, cross franchise play, but we just have to we have to find a character that can teach us the Mafaba. If anybody knows what that is, I have no yeah. idea what is that, Matt. Oh, it's uh, so it's from the original Dragon Ball series. Um, when they 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 figure out they can't kill Piccolo, King Piccolo, so they use what's called the Evil Containment Wave or the Mafaba, and it it sucks up anything evil and you just put them in a rice cooker and you stick a tag on them and they can't get out your characters are powerful characters have been doing this for a while make something you know like figure (laughs) out you know like make like uh make like a sunlight prison or something yeah i i think i'm gonna try to get a scroll of uh dimensional anchor um so that he can't like go anywhere and uh, and maybe paralyze. I don't know. I haven't figured. I don't know what he's immune to yet. I'm really going to have to look into it. But we're going to have to kill him, I'm sure. Well, so, he's but- undead, so he's immune to mind affecting, probably. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I'm. Well, I don't know. Yeah, but is he immune to swords? <laughs> I, I still think it's no, better to like, catch him. You're going to have to trap him in now? a thing. Like I have both. Oh, oh, I know what to do. What? Pokeball. We don't have any Pokeballs. <laughs> one. A, a vampire Pokemon. I love it. Sean, yeah, I choose it. you. Yeah, make it like out of consecrated cold iron or something. Ooh. You can call it the, you can consecrated cold iron that's been steeped in holy smoke. You could call it the smoky ball. Yeah, but if we trap him, is that going to be as good as killing him? I don't yes, know. because you can you can use the energy of Strahd to power yourselves and then rule the kingdom in your dark iron hand forever. Is that even well, possible though? Does trap trap him in that thing forever? I mean, like, can't he sooner or later get out? Well, pretend dead, to be good and like pretend to be good and like harness the power of the church to create some kind of vampire prison. I don't know. We're gonna we're gonna have to figure it out for sure. I mean, I like Brian's idea of capturing him instead of killing him. I mean, that's that's pretty it, cool. It, it, it's sort of a it's the sort of thing that GMs really like because it's outside the box and it's different than just fighting him. Yeah, I guess. Um, I don't know. So we, we do a lot of things different than uh, <laughs> than is expected of us as a group. So but that's what I'm doing. I'm pl- I'm being Mama D&D and I'm hosting everybody over for D&D. What are you cooking on Sunday? Uh, pork chops. It, I wasn't just it bought, pork last time? Well, it was pork. We did pulled pork shoulder last time, yes. Do you have a pig in your walk-in freezer? No, I go to uh, the store and get whatever the fuck is on sale because I'm feeding like nine people. So. I just have a picture of you walking into a walk-in freezer with meat hooks hanging and you have to get a little <laughs> you have to get a little ladder to climb on top of it to pull the meat down. Uh, that's because funny. you're short. I know, because I'm short. <laughs> always, always comes right back around. Um, but no, we're doing, we're doing pork chops. I don't know what else. I'm doing something really exciting this morning. I'm going to the Skechers outlet store and buying shoes. Okay. Do you need new shoes? I suppose. My shoes are very ratty. I mean, they're comfortable, but they're ratty. I like Skechers though. Skechers are some, some very, very comfortable shoes. I have worn, I have had these particular Skechers for like more than ten years now. 
I don't even know how they lasted that long, but okay. Well, you've seen what shoes look like when I wear them to death. Like, yes, you can uh, see my feet through them. Uh, well, good good luck shopping. Is that the only yeah. thing you're doing? No, nah, I'm not really doing anything nerdy. We're, we're still trying to figure out how we're going to... Heather finished painting her mom's house, so we're figuring out how we're going to start scheduling games again. That was the whole thing that was stopping us from playing. Oh, okay. All right, so... We talked about video games and a lot of other crap mixed in. This was the most tangent-filled episode we have ever done. We have yep. ep- we have had an epic game of What's Nerdy with you, and we um, we I explained um, the entire saga of Nightmare on Elm Street to one of our beloved patrons. Thank you so much. So that's all we have for today. Um, it was me, Super Vegan Brian, and I was joined by Hindu Anthony. Bye, everyone. Cursey Smurf Erica. And our very special guest, Senior Corbell. I still don't have a catchphrase. <laughs> yes, you, yes, you do. The whole reason that I call you Senior Corbell. Oh, oh, right. Yeah, porque no los dos. That's right. <laughs> we, um, why can't we have? Why can't we do both? Yep, it's yep. from that old El. Pa- I think it was El Paso, the taco herb. Yeah, where it was the little girl talking about why can't they have both soft shell and hard shell tacos? Which that is a philosophy that everybody should have in life. <laughs> So this was Nerd Podcast Radio. Everybody stay nerdy, stay informed. You didn't give any of the Twitter or email stuff. Yeah. I I explained this whole thing at the beginning. I'm recording the Twitter and email stuff and putting it before the episode now so we can do a big, long episode and not have to worry about it. Oh, well, I wasn't on yet. Sorry. Yeah. Well, it's in the outline. You ruined it. You ruined it. Now it's dead. It's a fitting end to a podcast (laughs) that was going so well. So, guys, are you ready for this? Are you ready for this? Yeah. All right. Let's just say yeah. Bye, everyone. Everybody, stay nerdy, stay informed, and stay awesome. All right. Brian, say goodbye. Brian, Brian, cut him off. Say goodbye. Goodbye. Eric, say goodbye. Brian, cut him off. Thanks for listening to our new show.